by Hogwarts, a Harry Potter podcast made by kids for kids. I'm Daisy. And I'm Vaughn. And today we're talking about chapter 24 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Read Us Here's Scoop. Now Vaughn, as always, what did you think of this chapter? I mean, it was a chapter. I got a bit of a boring end. You did? So, yeah, that was great. Yeah, I I actually liked this chapter. It was pretty good. Um, Not related to this chapter. I really, so I was thinking about this when I was taking my notes. I really want to go to Universal Studios again. Uh-huh. It's been too long. And I really want to go to the Harry Potter section. Just, like, hang out there. I mean, I guess, I guess so, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you like? Which ride's your favorite at Universal Studios? My favorite ride at Universal Studios would probably be. I don't know. I think um, there's a the Forbidden Journey is really cool, except for there's this one part that I always get really scared of because you're the thing that you're riding in almost tips over completely backwards. How you know the one um by the Whomping Willow? Oh yeah. That and then you like completely like you're almost you feel like you're gonna fall all the way back. Yeah, but I head and you're like lifted out of your seat. I hate the Jurassic World ride because the 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 drop is massive, mm-hmm. and you get lifted out of your seat so much it's like terrible. And Daisy and my mom and stuff for always force me to go on it. I love that ride though, so that's why we force you. It's because it's a great ride. It's kind of like it's <laughs> it's kind of like um. Like Splash Mountain at Disneyland, it's like that. It's pretty cool. I like that ride. So let's move on with the chapter. First sentence. Everybody. (laughs) Everybody. (laughs) Everybody got up late on Boxing Day, which I I don't know what Boxing Day is. I probably should have looked it up before. You're just typing it now. Okay, yeah. It's where we celebrate all the Amazon workers. <laughs> what is Boxing Day? Boxing Day is traditionally celebrated on 26th of December, the day after Christmas Day, though many people hold and there's documentary assertion. Wait, what? Wait, Boxing Day is a, hol- a holiday celebrated after Christmas Day occurring on the second day of Christmas Tide. Though it originated as a holiday to give gifts to the poor, today Boxing Day is primarily known as a shopping holiday. Bon, why did you read that so fast? Jeez. <laughs> okay, it. Basically, it comes from a time when the rich used to give up gifts to give to the poor, and it was traditionally a day off for servants and the day when they received a special Christmas box from their master. (laughs) 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 The servants would also go home on Boxing Day to give Christmas boxes to their family. The viewers, the listeners have no idea what we're laughing about right now. Yeah, it's because Vaughn's stealing papers from the inside (laughs) of my desk. and like It's a to-do list, and I just want to read it. Okay, yeah, but why do you need to? (laughs) Fine, I'll read it later. I'll read it later. Okay, okay, yeah. (laughs) Vaughn's just being really rude and not focusing on the first I am focusing. Ron and Hermione were pretending that they hadn't fought the day before, and Ron and Harry told her about Hagrid being a half-giant. Hermione was not as surprised as Ron was, and um, Ron is basically, like, astounded, which I don't know what Ron thought was the other deal with Hagrid. He was just like, oh, he's just a big guy, but Uh, Hagrid's, like, eight feet feet tall, right? I think about. Okay. Maybe ten. Now that the first week of holidays- 
What? Ron was there with Harry. I know. What do you mean Harry? Like, Ron he was, was he was surprised when they found out. At the moment. So now that the first week of holidays was over, everyone started to focus on their schoolwork. Harry was very nervous for the next task because he still hadn't figured out what the A clue was. He hadn't forgotten Cedric's hint, but he wasn't feeling very friendly, so he wasn't going to take his advice just yet. I don't really get why Harry's doing this to himself. He's Uh like, I'm going to (laughs) come... I specifically said fun. Don't say <laughs> uh-huh a million times. And that was one time. <laughs> You've said it two times this episode now. It was just an accident. It was, it was an accident. Counter. It was an accident. Let me, just, uh, let, me, let me do a little bit of counter. Hold on. Okay, we have a two. Why do you put two eyes? I, I mean, like, you're using Roman numerals. What's the point? <laughs> Why not? Roman numerals are cool. Um... Yeah, I think, I think it's kind of stupid of Harry to just be like, well, Cedric took Cho to the yoga ball, so I'm not going to use his advice. Yeah. I'm not going to take a bath in the prefect bathroom. <laughs> um, on the first day back to school, the students went to care of magical creatures and found an elderly witch with close-cropped gray hair and a prominent chin. Whatever that means. Like a profoundly large chin. <laughs> Her chin is just huge. Yes. Wait, hold on, Vaughn. Have you seen the King of Spain? I don't want to look at him. It's not that bad. That's her profound chin. That's... Oh my gosh. This is terrible. <laughs> that's not... Wait. Look at how ugly he is. That's his. That's her chin. That's her that, prominent That's so chin. terrible. If any of you are wondering who we're looking at, we are looking at King Charles II of Spain. So if you would like to um, look at a prominent chin, look at that. Yep. Okay, let's uh, let's move on. So, Harry asked who she was and where Hagrid was. She said Professor Grubbly Plank and that Hagrid is indisposed. She led them around Hagrid's hut and ignored any more of Harry's questions. There was a unicorn for their lesson. Grubbly Plank let all of the girls go to touch it, but all of the boys had to stay back because unicorns prefer a woman's touch. <gasps> which, like... Why would she even bring it to the lesson then if she can only really teach the girls? Because yeah. <laughs> none of the guys are even listening to her talk. Only the girls are like, oh, that's interesting. All the guys are in the back just like talking amongst themselves because literally no one cares. Like, pff, who wants to bet a unicorn? Not Ew, me. Yeah, not, not me. Like, <laughs> with that fluffy mane and these like Soft pretty eyes. Well, I don't, I don't want to pet that. <laughs> um. Harry asked Ron what he thought was wrong with Hagrid. Draco said that Hagrid was too ashamed to show his face and hand him a paper and handed him a paper. So this article was like too long for me to go ahead and read. So I'm going to like I'm basically paraphrasing what the article said in note form. So there you go. So the title of this article is Dumbledore's Giant Mistake, which what a great article title. Great half giant mistake. That, that would have been better, actually. Dumbledore's half-giant mistake. In the article, Rita Skeeter wrote that Dumbledore is well-known for his interesting choices in staff at Hogwarts, and Hagrid is no exception. Hagrid is a gamekeeper at Hogwarts, and Draco said that everyone hates Hagrid, but are too afraid to say anything. And he actually, like, talked to Rita Skeeter, and this was in the article that he quoted. Draco's quoted as saying that a flobberworm bit one of his friends except for flower worms have no teeth 
So exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so the prophet has also said that Hagrid's mother is none other than the giantess Frid Wolfa, whose current whereabouts are unknown. And the article makes it sound like Frid Wolfa is like everyone knows who Frid Wolfa is. So how would the whole wizarding community know about one giant? Try to, try to come up with an absurd explanation as to how everyone knows about Frid Wolfa. Okay, she was a notorious giantess in many community in, in many Muggle communities. Okay. So the wizards try. Uh, yeah, I mean the the giantess uh, just she she ate children. <laughs> She, she ate muggle children. So the muggle so the wizard police force had to come detain her and, and get her out of there. So what she did was she fled the country. Yeah. She went she went to, she she was originally stationed in North America, but then she okay. she fled to Britain and then she met uh Hagrid's father and then they had Hagrid. And then she fled because the feds were all were still after <laughs> her. And did she continue eating children? Okay, well first of all she ate her husband. That's why Hagrid's father is no longer alive. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> and then she continued her rampage throughout uh, Russia. Throughout Russia? <laughs> yes. Okay, so my explanation is that she was a, a small town grocer. Wait, she t- today at... she is known as Baba Yaga. Okay. Mine <laughs> is that she's a small town grocer. She works in a grocery store uh-huh. in a muggle community, right? And one day... She was loading groceries into someone's car, someone's car, and the groceries got a little out of control. And her half giant ten, or her, her full giant tendencies took over, <laughs> and she ate all of the groceries that this person had bought. So this person, how <laughs> <laughs> the how was she accepted in the Muggle community? People, they thought they thought let's take a chance on a poor giant. <laughs> And so the uh the the feds detained her. <laughs> the feds because she ate all of this person's groceries. How was that? How was that? How was that a federal crime? Because this lady, that 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 called her in was really good at at arguing. <laughs> arguing. This this makes with no the, sense with the feds. With the feds. Right, so she's she's being detained, and in the process of being detained. She swings her arm and slices <laughs> off the feds' heads. How is that slicing? Her hand's now a knife. <laughs> yeah. Completely sliced their heads off. It's like a guillotine. Okay. I don't understand, but okay. And, uh, <laughs> and so after that, she fled to England, similar to Vaughn's story. And uh, she's lived there ever since. And after... She had Hagrid and the feds went after her, right, to, to get her. She went to live in the bottom of the ocean. She got in a sub submarine and found a small air pocket in the bottom of the ocean. Oh, wait. I need to expand on my lore. Oh, wait. Are you finished yours, actually? Yeah, it's done. It's done. Okay. Uh, let me expand on my lore. Uh, she was actually, she actually wanted to eat Hagrid. She, she had a child with Hagrid's father. Then she wanted to eat Hagrid because Hagrid's a child. <laughs> but then, but the, the, dad, the, the, the dad stopped her and he got eaten in the process before Hagrid was saved. Okay. How, how did Hagrid get saved? Dumbledore. He was there. Then he then he repelled the, the giantess known as Baba Yaga. <laughs> and she fled to Russia to eat all the children she can and away from the feds. Her, and changed her name to Fred Wolfa? 
<laughs> well, her true name is Freed Wolfa, but she but the Russians call her Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. She's an, so she's real... kind of like Bigfoot. Yes. Okay, I like these stories. These are good. I like Vaughn's. His is like canon. His his is canon. Canon. <laughs> his is canon. It's canon lore. You guys should uh, be taking notes right now. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, where are we? Okay. 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 The process. Oh wait, I already said that. Harry Potter is a good friend of Hagrid's and is unaware that Hagrid is a giant. (laughs) (laughs) Bug Dumbledore. (laughs) Hold on. Harry Potter is a good friend of Hagrid's and is unaware that Hagrid is a giant bug. Dumbledore. (laughs) He's a giant bug. (laughs) Dumbledore should ensure that everyone knows of the dangers associated with a half giant. So, I know Hagrid secretly has um, another set, another two sets of arms yeah. on, and wings. Old. That's why he wears the coat. Yeah. No, but um, so it's actually canon now that no one knew that he's Hagrid, a giant bug. Hagrid was a giant bug, and so this was unknown to Harry when reading this article, and he found out that <laughs> Hagrid is a giant, a giant beetle, a winged beetle. Yeah, it's just been so obvious this whole time, but Harry's just seen Hagrid as some yeah, sort of guardian angel. Exactly, exactly. Ron asked Harry how he, how she, how Rita had found out. Harry spat at Draco and asked what he meant by, we all hate Hagrid. And Draco's like, well, we all hate Hagrid, so. Draco said that none of the mummies or daddies would like this, and they'll be worried that Hagrid will eat their kids. Hey, wait, hold on. Dude, dude it's from, it's, it's from the, he gets it from his mom. Yeah, so I just gets it from his mom. Okay, okay, new new lore. In the future, Hagrid goes on rampages, eating children all throughout Britain. (laughs) Then, then the Ministry of Magic begins hunting him down, but he has to flee to the north. But but then he flees to North America. Okay, he hides out. He decides to hide hide out in the woods without any razors. He grows a ton of hair, and then because of his giant feet, he leaves giant feet marks, (laughs) and he's known as Bigfoot. Today he roams the redwoods looking for more children to eat. That that's get lost funny. Okay, trails. I was not expecting it to go there, but that that's good. That's good. So when the lesson ended, Parvati said she hoped Grubbly Plank stays on, and Harry asked, "What about Hagrid?" Parvati said that he could still be gamekeeper. At lunch, Harry made Hermione read the article, and she said maybe Rita heard Hagrid tell Madame Maxime at the ball. Speaking of lunch, I forgot that it was just Thanksgiving. And we basically got to have a great hall feast, right, Vaughn? Not really. Yeah, not really. What we, do you think is different about about it? A great hall feast. You have a lot more options. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. For some reason, the way that we had two Thanksgivings—one with my aunt and one with my grandma, or our grandma and aunt—so I feel like the way that we have the table set up wasn't very feast-like. We like, we didn't have the food lining the table, like in the great hall. There's no room other than just the food in the plates. So There's literally it. Yeah, and I like to think that the food in the great hall—it's magically enchanted, so it tastes the way you'd like it to. Oh, that's it, it, cool. So you like you get the best, best taste. It, every time you eat it, it's like the best. You get like a different taste for per, each person to make it taste the best. Yeah, that's good. That's true. I we unfortunately because I was just thinking, oh, I wish I had had like more turkey last night. Okay, I don't really like turkey. Really? 
like I mean, like I'll eat some turkey, but I I just don't like turkey. It's it's not. A, I mean, like it's not like I hate it. It's just not the greatest food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find turkey kind of tough. So it's kind of like good in the Great Hall, where it's like you get so many different dinner options that you can't not like something. Yeah, there's something for everyone. Like, we were doing Thanksgiving last night, and Vaughn goes, where's the chicken? Because normally our grandparents serve no, it with chicken as well. No, they don't serve chicken. Or, 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 it's turkey I don't know. Ham. But, but they ham. often, but our, our aunt often serves it with chi- chicken, with white and dark chicken as well. No. Yes, no, they do. That's not yes, a she thing. Does. No, yes, she does. Yes, she does. It's she a so light does. and dark. It's light and dark turkey. No, chicken. She serves it with chicken as well. You have no idea what you're talking Daisy, about. Daisy, come on. You have literally no idea what you're talking about. No. No, 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 you're wrong. You're you're literally wrong. Uh Uh-huh. Um, at lunch, Harry made Hermione read the article and said that maybe Rita had heard Hagrid tell Madame Maxime at the ball. Harry said maybe she had an invisibility cloak. They agreed to go and visit Hagrid after dinner. That evening, the trio headed to Hagrid's hut, but Hagrid wouldn't open the door for them. They went back to the castle. Hermione asked why he was avoiding them. They didn't see Hagrid all week, and Draco was gloating at every possible chance. At the next Hogsmeade trip, Harry went with Ron and Hermione. When they when they were walking, they saw Victor dive into the lake from his ship. It's also keep in mind it's mid January. Yeah, and it's the, freezing. The lake is probably like ice cold, and <laughs> I don't know why he would do that. Well, I mean, he's kind of accustomed to the cold climate, but still, he would probably be hard. Yeah, yeah, Hermione's all like, oh, well, like, in oh, Bulgaria. Oh, my God. She's like, in Bulgaria, it's, like, much colder, so that's That definitely makes sense. I don't think that's how it works. That's, yeah, it's not how Especially it works. He's still with, human. Like, freezing temperatures. He's still human. Yeah. He can still die from that. Yeah. So, Hermione... Oh, wait, we're already there. Hold on, hold on. Harry remembered that recently he had found a miniature arm under his bed that he suspected was from the Victor model figure. <laughs> I can't believe Ron would, like, totally torture it and mutilate that figure. <laughs> Ron makes his own mini guillotine. <laughs> For Victor. For Victor. Viva la Victor. <laughs> Viva la Victor. Also, new theory. Okay. All of the missing children from Hogwarts. Um, it's been ha- It's been haggard this whole time. He's just been sneaking kids out in the middle of the night and gobbling them gobbling up. Gobbling them up, okay. Um, covering them with barbecue sauce and then just roasting <laughs> them. Barbecue sauce. Uh, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Chestnuts? It should be people roasting on children roasting, roasting on, on an, an open, open fire. fire. That's what Hagrid likes to sing during Christmas. Harry remembered that recently... Oh, wait, I already said that. They walked to the three broomsticks and Hagrid wasn't there. Hermione spotted Ludo Bagman in a corner talking to goblins. Bagman glanced around, saw Harry, and rushed over to say hello. He asked for a private word with Harry. Ludo led Harry to the bar and congratulated him again on defeating the Horntail. Harry said thanks and knew Ludo had more to say. Ludo said that he hated goblins and said that they wanted to know where Crouch was. He told Harry not to tell anyone about that because he didn't know where Crouch was and Rita had been looking around. Um, Harry asked if they had found Bertha yet, but Ludo said no, and that they knew she made it to Albania before she went missing. Uh, Ludo asked how Harry was doing with his egg. Harry said he was doing okay. Really quickly, isn't Bagman actually just, like, settling bets, I think? With the goblins, no. Because didn't he make a bunch of bets with goblins? 
and he owes them like a bunch of money and he can't pay them back. Yeah, but that's that's at the end. It's later on. Oh, okay. Um, because I'm sure he's making bets with, with the goblins as he's talking about Crouch. <laughs> as he's talking, he's like, So do you think Harry's gonna win Trevor's tournament? And they're like, Hey, yeah, I do think that. He's like, A thousand carrots. Wait, so is he bidding for Harry? Yeah. Because I don't know how went. he loses Okay, because he he offers to help Harry with the egg. So who does he bet for? And he's why betting do- for Harry to win, and then he's probably trying to convince the goblins that Harry won't win, so they'll vote. They'll, you know, they'll bet against Harry. Um. Uh-huh. Uh, Harry said he was doing okay, but Magnum, but Bagman told him that whenever he needed a nudge in the right direction, just give him the word. Friend George approached and offered to buy Ludo a drink, but he said no thanks and left the bar with the goblins following. Harry stepped back down with Hermione and Ron and told them that Bagman was and trying Ron. to help Harry win. I said Ron. Ron, Ron. Rita Skeeter entered with a photographer and began talking about possible stories about Ludo. Harry asked if she was trying to ruin somebody else's life again and that her article on Hagrid was terrible. Did Hermione call Rita a horrible woman to her face? Yeah. She does? Yeah. Hermione called Rita a horrible woman, and they left. Like, she actually goes up to her and says you're a horrible yeah. woman? Wow. That's a savage, Hermione. A savage. Uh, Ron said that Rita was going to dig up dirt on Hermione now. They left and went to Hagrid's hut, where Dumbledore greeted them, and they entered to find Hagrid looking like a mess. Dumbledore. The way you spelled it. <laughs> we don't speak of this. They all said that they didn't care that Hagrid was a half-giant, and that he should, that he should continue teaching. He eventually agreed and told Harry to win the tournament. Last sentence. The incomprehensible egg weighed more heavily than ever on Harry's conscience that evening, and by the time he had gotten into bed, he had made up his mind. It was time to shelve his pride and see if Cedric's hint was worth anything. That reminds me of, there's this, like, Shakespeare quote where this guy goes, like, you are a saucy boy, and then the other goes, saucy, and then the other boy goes, you egg. Okay, so we'll be right back with our yeah whole breakfast analysis. out of those quotes. Yeah, you could balance breakfast. I love magic. Welcome back for our Hogsmeade journal and analysis. So our Hogsmeade journal is pretty cool, I think. So there's going to be a Harry Potter reunion on TV that will feature the cast of all eight Harry Potter films, and this is something like I would never have expected this because we all know that like Daniel Radcliffe doesn't do much harry potter stuff anymore because he doesn't want himself his name to be associated with harry potter very much anymore because he wants to like do his own thing but i think it's really cool that they got him so the main cast of the special will be chris columbus who directed the first film daniel radcliffe emma watson and rupert grant this is the golden trio but it will also feature people like helena bonham carter tom felton who's draco robbie coltrane who's hagrid and many more and the reunion is going to air on January 1st on HBO Max. So basically, if you stay up on New Year's Eve till midnight, you can watch it. Like, just watch it the next, you know. Or obviously, just watch it the next day on January 1st. If you don't have HBO Max, just get a free trial. And then don't worry about it. Or another way to do it, we have HBO Max because my aunt has it. So what you can do is you just text all your family members or you have your parents text all your family members and you're like who has hbo max and then you log on to their account and you, mooch you, off you, yeah them. you just mooch off of them like we we use our hands so yeah but she mooches off our netflix so it's a fair trade okay so basically today for our analysis we are taking some quizzes um one of them is the wizarding world quiz championship 
Christmas edition, which I'm very excited for. So let's go over that really quickly before we start taking our quizzes. So um, from Friday 26th of November, we're inviting you to take part in a special quiz championship for Christmas, comprised of three rounds across three weeks and the run-up to the end of the year. And the best part is you can compete for your Hogwarts house as you do it. Here's a handy link to join the Harry Potter fan club so you can get ready and make sure to opt in to our newsletter to stay up to date. Here's Helen Mirren, Quizmaster of Harry Potter, Hogwarts Tournament of Houses, to explain more. I might actually be able to, like, how long is this video? I don't know. Oh. Looks like these mischievous Cornish pixies have caused an error. Please try again later. Hold on, let me reload and see if this works. That's cool. I like that. That's cool. So, basically, what we're doing is we're basically doing what the TV show is doing, and... Everyone who has a Wizarding World account can participate and get points for their Hogwarts house by taking the quizzes and uh. getting point and getting questions right. So the three categories, there's one every Friday. So the this one is spells and studies. Last Friday, that started that last Friday is spells and studies. The next one that's going to be this Friday's creatures and characters, and then the next one after that is fun and festivities, and that's the one before Christmas. So why don't we go ahead and start? Let's do round one. Now, Vaughn is going... So, like, really quickly before we start, it's, um, you can see how many points each house has so far. So, right now, Slytherin is in the lead with 350,000 oh, points. Oh, and it updates in real time, too, so that's cool. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and then uh, Ravenclaw is in second with 300,000. Uh, uh, Gryffindor is in third with 262,000. And Hufflepuff is in dead last with 258,000 points. Uh-huh. How do you know it updates in real time? Uh, because you can see it change. Oh, that's cool. Just saw it. Okay, let's take it. Let's take it. Wait, I need to log in. <laughs> Here, why don't you... Let's, uh, let's wait. Let's take it together, Ron. Hold on. I gotta log in. This is the worst. You, you, did you preset right there? <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm see. almost done, guys. I promise. Do you remember your password? Yeah. <laughs> I know most people just make a new accounts every single time they log into Wizarding World. Okay, um, I've contributed zero points to your house, Hufflepuff. Look at how cute that background is. I love the background for each house. Uh-huh. It's so pretty. There's like Vaughn. How many times are you gonna say? Oh. Sorry. <laughs> There's cookies and like party poppers or whatever. Okay, let's take the first quiz, shall we? Uh, just let me try. I'm trying to. Okay, I need a. Oh crap! I need to give permission. Dang it. Hold on. I can't even. This sucks. Okay, here's what we'll do. Vaughn, you're going to help me. We'll just do this together, and then we'll do it again on your account. Okay. Okay, so let's start with the obvious one. Who was the Hogwarts Transfiguration teacher? That's, that's Professor. Wait, 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 stop. Who, uh, how was, uh, yeah. Okay. Next question. In Chamber of Secrets, Professor Sprout asks the second years to wear what piece of equipment when handling ma- magic? Uh, earmuffs. Earmuffs, yeah. That's easy. Okay. Who was Harry's third year defense against the Dark Arts? Lupin. Lupin. Okay. What spell did Neville use to banish his bogger in Lupin's class? Uh, yes. What is the correct incantation for the levitation charm? 
Yeah. Wingardium Leviosa. Yeah. Wait, they're all on the bottom. Um, uh, the bottom. I don't know why I said bottom. What do you mean they're all on the bottom? They're all on the bottom. All the answers. The right answer. All the right answers are on the bottom. Oh, they have been? Yeah, they've all been on the bottom. That's funny. No, except for the oh, first okay, one. okay, now this one. What spell do Death Eaters use to conjure the Dark Mark? More's That's more dry. More's more dry. These are not that difficult. What was the last spell that Harry used in his final battle with Voldemort? Expelliarmus, of yeah. course, right? He always is Expelliarmus. What spell would Mewtwo's commander have used to make his case big enough to house all of these magical creatures? Wait. None of these. Right? Wait, stop. Inflatus, apparatus, vestigium. Capacious this extremis. is difficult. Wait, what spell would new? Ah, right after I say, oh, this is easy. Let's do capacious. Okay, let's do capacious. Correct. In cursed child, what spell did Albus Potter use to destroy his Hogsmeade permission form? What? Um, Wadi Wasi. Yeah, I think it's Wadi Wasi. Wait, wait, wait. What do you think? Inflammaray. Confringo, Incendio, Wadawasi. There's Inflammaray? That's not real. Incendio is the fire one. Can, oh, let's do Wadawasi. Okay. Incorrect. No, it's Incendio. It's Incendio, dang it. Which of these is not an ingredient in Polyjuice Potion? Puffer fish eyes, not grass, horn of bicorn, leeches. I think it's. Oh, I think it's puffer fish eyes. Or I think leeches. it's not. Let's do not grass. You know, it's, it's a, not stupid. Perfect eyes. Okay. Correct. The results. We got nine out of ten, top of the class. So I just, oh, I just gave my team points. Oh, wait. So can we, uh, is there any way to retake it? No. Wait, let's check. Not on my account. I can't retake it on my account. Okay. Uh, so I guess later we can do mine. Yeah, we'll do yours later. Okay, so now let's move on to our second quiz that Vaughn has picked out for us to do today. We're so doing the dragons quiz. Yeah, the dragons of the with Wizard the world. recent dragon chapter. Yeah, recent. Not not today. Recent. <laughs> okay. What type of dragon was Norbert? Uh, uh, Norwegian, Norwegian Ridgeback. That's that's easy. Okay. What dragon did Florida the Court face in the first task of the Triwizard Tournament? Okay. A Welsh green. No. Okay. Chinese Fireball was Cedric. Wait. Oh, that's no, no, no. That was Victor. Welsh screen or Swedish snort? Swedish short snout was Victor or uh, was Cedric. Cedric. Okay, let's do Welsh screen. I like that name, a Swedish short snout. Uh-huh. I love that. Okay. In which country was Charlie Weasley working with dragons? Romania. Yeah. What is the smallest of all known dragons? Oh crud. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Wait. Uh, um. Antipodean opali. I guess we could. Probably. Incorrect. No! It's a Peruvian viper tooth. How many uses of dragon's blood did Albus Dumbledore discover? Twelve. Twelve. I want to know them. J.K. Rowling won't tell us. I want to know what the uses are. In the Deathly Hallows book, what spell did Hermione use to enlarge the passageway to help the dragon escape from Gringotts? Bombarda. Bombarda. They said, book. they said book for a reason. All right, great. De- it's Defodio. What color are the eggs of a Chinese fireball? I'm going to say fireball. crimson speckled with gold. I don't think that's the song. Crimson. Like, fun. Is that is it fireball? <laughs> what is that actually? It's not that. 
I don't know. I don't know. It, it can't be pure gold because otherwise the champion would have gotten mixed up with Correct. the egg. Which is supposedly the most dangerous of all dragon breeds. Hungarian Horntail? There we go. But, like, how do we know that's the most dangerous? I don't know. What did Hagrid feed Norbert when he hatched based on the advice from the book Dragon Breeding for Pleasure and Profit? Um, a bucket of brandy mixed with chicken. A, a, pint, of fi- a pint of fire whiskey. No, I think it's... Are you sure? Yeah. I was right. It's a bucket of brandy mixed with chicken blood every half hour. Oh. What color are the scales of a Romanian longhorn? I'm going to guess blood or I don't slate gray. I think I'm going to guess slate gray. Uh-huh. Dark green. Dark green dang. All right. Uh result, you're on fire. What a red hot score. You are so We got 60%. That's a D. That's so bad. Okay. Okay. Now, last our last one. one is match the magical creature to its description. Okay. So, let's um match the magical creature. Okay. You read the question. Okay. Line. This magical bird is native to Britain and Ireland, is greenish black in color, and has a distinctive low cry that was once believed to foretell death. That's the Phoenix. augury. What does an augury even do? It foretells death. Okay. This pale green water demon, I already know what it is, is found it. in lakes throughout Britain and Ireland. It is aggressive towards wizards and muggles. It's a grindylo. Yeah. A small spherical-shaped creature with the fur the color of custard. It has no objections to being cuddled or thrown. It also has a long pink tongue. Is that a pygmy puff? Um, I don't think so. Oh, actually, it's not. Uh, it's a sphere. Let's do a puff skine. I, th- I think it's a measle. No, that's like a cat. I think it's puff skine. Puff sc- okay. Yeah. This creature closely resembles an overgrown ferret. Unlike ferrets, it can talk. Though, it tends to stick to short or rude phrases. I don't know. These are... Chivs purple. Glumbumble, Chivs purple, Porlock, or Jarvie. An overgrown ferret. Let's do a Chiz purple. Incorrect, it was a Jarvie. This large creature is found in mountainous European regions. It's grayish purple and has a humped back. It has two large horns and an aggressive nature. Hippocampus? Hippocampus. Wait. Grayish purple has humps back, has two large horns, and... um. Okay, so it's not a manticore. Grap horn. It's not a grap horn, because grap horn only has one horn. It's like a rhino. So, okay, let's go hippocampus. Incorrect. It was a grap How horn. How is that a grap horn? The grap horn is like the thing in the Fantastic Beast, a massive rhino sort of thing. Yeah. That's not a crap. It has two horns? No, it only has one. That's true. I don't know. Uh, this is an intensely shy creature that will only emerge from its burrow at the full moon. Gray in color, it has spindly legs and bulbous eyes. Gray in color, so it's gray. A demigod? No, it's not that. A moon calf. I yeah. It's a moon calf. Because I know it's not a merlap. Merlaps are like pink. This creature is part bird, part reptile, and is no- native to North America. It was originally believed to be a kind of dragon. Horned serpent, for sure. How do you know this? Because it's part reptile. Okay. 
Let's try it. And Greg Snallygaster. I would never have gotten that right. These small creatures dwell in marshy areas and can often be found by riverbanks, where they enjoy tripping people up. Ooh. Imp. An imp? Right. This creature is only found in North America and mostly in Arizona. Uh, Arizona. It has the power to create storms as flies. Thunderbird. Yep. Remember that from Fantastic Beasts? Fantastic Beasts. This medium-sized breed of dragon is native to New Zealand. It is thought to be one of the most beautiful variants of dragon with iridescent scales. Not the Peruvian Vibratooth. Not. Let's do the Antipodian Opali. There we go. Yay! 10 out of 10. Result in impressive attempt. No, it wasn't 10 out of 10. 7 out of 10. You missed the top score by the puff skin of your team. We missed three. How did we... Okay. I think it just says that for whatever. <laughs> okay, so um, as of right now, the scores for the house championship are in the but, same place. But it, like, so. there's like a lot of people doing it like in real time. Yeah. You can see. Hufflepuff still is in dead last, unfortunately. Here, we can sign it to mine. No. Yeah, we can. Do you know your password? Um, it's just like, you know, the one password that you do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That I one know. password. I know. That you do. Okay, so. And it's automatic. I think, uh, I think that's it for today's episode. Just, yeah. Because when Vaughn does it, it's going to be the same questions and same answers. So, we hope you guys enjoyed. You can email us at instedhogwartspod at gmail.com to let us know all of your thoughts and what scores you got on the quizzes. Um, leave us a quick review and rating on Apple Podcasts and check out our website, instedhogwarts.com. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check back every Tuesday for another episode of Inside Hogwarts.